Again, today is an exciting day, lots going on. If there is ever a an example of this here being an audio experience, I think today would sort of mark it for sure. Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding this podcast, this daily audio blog offering, which... I can say isn't detracting but is is supplanting my blogging on my website stevensersky.com you can go there you can read some of the stuff I've published before which I don't know do I classify this audio blog as a different beast or is the blog a different beast I was thinking this is my second time recording this here episode because the first time I was going on about you know how this is a bit more off the cuff my blogs should be a little bit more extensive but it kind of isn't but I think it is because I'm looking back and I go I do offer a lot like a lot of the pictures a lot of the data I mean I do put a lot of uh effort into compiling compiling um, blog posts that if you were to sit down and read 1,500 words or 2,000 words, you'd be able to see hard evidence of what I'm talking about. Links, pictures, um, specifically pictures of the places that I've been to, of like the receipts or the uh, the things that I have to go through as well as an expat. I'm living in Beijing, China at the moment. And I say at the moment because who knows where I'll be in three years, two years, one year, five years from now. I mean, seven years ago, I didn't think I was going to be in China. Well, okay, seven years ago, I did know I was going to be in China because that's where I was applying for 
uh, for work. But eight years ago, poof, that, that would have been news to me. That would have been a, you know, a surprise, right? But this, this audio blog, I mean, it is sort of, um, I don't want to say supplanting, it's complementing my written work. I haven't been doing a lot of the written work because with this audio blog, I'm also able to do little mini write-ups as we go, which is very good for, like, it's a good summation of what's going on. And, oh, I found out something. I realized actually something. Uh, the other day I, I bemoaned the fact that I hadn't uh, recorded the transcript for my uh, my episode. Well, silly me. I don't need to record it on the fly. I can press play on the file, put the cell phone down beside the computer, and have it transcribe on the go. I'll tell you, transcription is still not 100%. There's a, there's a few errors. like So it's, it's not something I could just, you know, have transcribed and then put up on the inter, interwebs, internets, whatever's. Right, it still needs some editing along the way. I mean, I guess that's the nature of the beast. But at the same time, it also means that you know, if I forget to press record on the uh, uh, on the transcription service, I'm using otter.ai, O-T-T-E-R.ai. And I mention that because there, it's a free service. You can do it 6,000 minutes per month, 31 days of the month. Or you can upload three files. I'm not sure if it's per month or like per basic plan. I'm not sure, not entirely sure. But there's nothing stopping you from signing up with multiple accounts. <laughs> oh, the ways you can get away for or get around these things. And this, this is actually sort of complementary to this conversation I had this week, in which I was writing up a blog post for this past week and about you know uh, the paranoia of the ESL teacher like what are we going to do when robots automation python takes over our jobs what are we going to do i will leave that for another day because today was actually a very productive day in so many different ways in that um not only was it tuesday okay so today i did my mobility stretching as i normally do um, when I wasn't working out in the morning, I was getting up anyway, very early to do some mobility work. So a lot of like uh, joint work and not the stuff that you have in Canada or Colorado. I'm talking like the stuff you do when you're getting older and you're like, oh, that don't work so more, so good no more. I'm talking moving those joints better than they are now. And like, you know, deep stretches, going to end of range, your hips, your pails, rails and cars and blah, 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 blah. You know, going to end of range of motion and then tweaking your movements ever so slightly to build up, build up the strength around your joints, around those tendons, the ligaments, the little muscles. I, I work on that stuff. I, I have to. And I'll tell you, this actually has created a problem for me. Because with greater mobility, with less pain, sitting for a long time, you know what I'm doing all day? I'm sitting. Today is a case in point. So after my morning workout, I was actually going to skip going for a morning walk, which I normally, if it was warmer, I would be reviewing Chinese vocabulary. But now it's gotten so cold that my hands freeze. It becomes more of a pain in the ass to uh, review vocabulary outside rather than just sit down here inside warm with my cup of coffee, which is already made because I've been working out for an hour, hour and a half. 
you know, reviewing my vocab on inside rather than outside. So I forced myself to go outside for a, uh, for a walk. Good thing I did because I didn't leave again until phew, 3, 4 p.m. The reason being is because I was sitting all day and working on different things on the computer. So what was I doing? Well, I finally sat down, did another chapter of uh, my Chinese textbook, so my HSK 5 book, got through chapter 9, 52% on the practice test today. 3% lower than it was last week, I know, but still progress was made, and I got through the chapter in three hours, that is, reading through the teacher's book. So I'm, I'm kind of impressed that I was able to sort of shrink that time a little bit. But we're coming up, like, chapter 10, I've done. Chapter 11 has already been completed. Chapter 12, I'm not sure if I actually did the homework for that chapter. So that will present a new challenge once I get up to chapters 12, 13, and above because I haven't actually gone through those units just yet, those chapters or the units just yet, uh, which means that I'm going to be reading the, the teacher's book and then doing the homework in addition, in addition to doing the practice tests. Hey, I know it's a challenge. You know, just study harder, study faster. Well, you know, uh, I had a Russian class today. Uh, it was a trial lesson that I was signed up for last week and uh, finally was rearranged for today. And, you know, again, it sort of popped up like, why, why Russian? You know, why not Chinese? Why Chinese? Why not Russian? And again, it does go back to Russian is easier. And my Russian teacher today, she did say, well, Chinese is, you know, Russian is hard too. I'm like, that's not as hard as Chinese. Chinese is tripartite. I mean, you got your, your characters, you got your opinion, with, which is your tones, and then the whole grammatical structure. So you have pronunciation, opinion, and characters, and then the grammar has to be done in a specific way or people kind of like look at you and go, what? <laughs> huh? That's what they normally do. Huh? There's your typical response. <laughs> Uh, to anything said ever uh, it, when, you're, when you're speaking. And uh, yeah, typically speaking, because you're never really speaking when you're reading, are you, unless you're reading out loud. But uh, that being the case, um, got through the Chinese five hours, four hours, which was good, did the vocabulary, uh, did my chapter nine, very happy with it, progressed, got through it. <laughs> Did not, did not want to do it. But I'm like, you know what? I'll feel so much better if I just get through this chapter, get the 52%, 50%, whatever, even if I just drop the pen on the answers, just to show other people that I went through the motions. Ugh. And to think that tomorrow... This is the issue. Is that much like work... This is actually my the the equation that's been going through my mind, especially when the, this Russian teacher today was saying, "Oh, you know, Russian is hard to make. It's not not as hard as Chinese because Chinese you spend five hours studying it, and then you stop studying it only to realize that you're so brain dead to do other things that you're like, okay, well, I'm going to get some beers because I feel like I should be drinking after that, and then I'm going to watch some TV." Because I don't know what else to do while I'm having a beer. And then I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> right? Like, there is your study day. And then you get up and you do it again. Five, six, seven hours. Can you imagine? It's insane. I mean, this is what students are supposed to do. That, And I'll, I'll, I'll give full credit to a lot, not all, a lot of the Chinese students. This is their life. Okay? Whereas us Westerners, us people who 
aren't derived from primarily an Asian lineage, um, mainly focused in the mainland of China. But I mean, like Western Europe, North America, we all know the people who were bookworms, the people who had their noses in the books and the libraries were studying all the time. But I mean, I'm not, uh, it's, it's not a stretch to say the vast majority of English teachers, ESL teachers, of a lot of the people that we know weren't like that. And I say that in the most endearing sense of the words because there were other things that we were sort of attracted to and that was what the education system sort of promoted. It still does. Our families didn't. Thank you to our parents who gave us that opportunity to do those things. You know, join a band, write poetry, you know, travel, things like that. Whereas you don't see the same thing happening in the mainland of China, um, Japan, Korea, a little bit different upbringing in terms of educational background, educational uh, restrictions, restrictions, not restrictions, they're just strictions. I mean, it's pretty strict, isn't it? And we see it as ESL teachers, as English, as English teachers. It, it is, it's apparent to us. We hear about it. We see it. I mean, you know, the, the straight A kid cries because they, they missed, a, you know, an article and a sentence. And you're like, honestly, there's bigger problems in the world other than you missing a, a word in a sentence or, you know, spell check didn't catch your multi-syllabic word that I had to look up myself. That sort of response, right? So I put in the time, five hours with Chinese. Yes, I did have my Russian class. Uh, it was all right. Uh, I am seeing the limitations of this italki platform. Um, being based in China, there seems to be a lag uh, in the sending of the, the messages. Last week and the week before, I was sort of looking at it going, this thing is great because it, you know, I can use WeChat, I can use Alipay to, to pay for uh, classes, and I was, I was going to. Uh, the only issue is that, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a significant delay in receiving messages. Um, and I don't think it's just the time zone. Like, Ukraine is six, six hours behind Beijing. I don't know if it's just the... And, and yeah, okay, some of, I think today's teacher, she's a student. I think she hasn't graduated from university just yet. Um, the other two are professional teachers, so whether they're working in private schools or universities, uh, I'm actually not too clear on. But like there, there's a there's a there's a delay. I'm not going to give up just yet. Again, we're going into a a, a, um, a low period for busyness. Uh, January, February, March, most likely. And of all horrors of horrors, I was talking to a uh, a buddy here in. In invasion, he's like, yep, stocked up on some non-perishables, uh, just in case. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? No, don't even say these words. Well, Omicron has landed. I mean, Omicron has not even landed. It spreads somehow through a package, whatever, doesn't matter. It's here. And Buddy was saying, you know, we're, he's fearful of it. Uh, like a complete lockdown, like uh, we're talking North American austerity lockdown type situation. And I'm sitting going, no, it's Beijing. First of all, they're not going to lock down the capital. I, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Uh, if they do, shit. How the fuck do you survive a lockdown? I have no idea. <laughs> I To date, um, we've been very open here in China. 
I've been very appreciative of that. Uh, but yeah, I, I was looking at it going, oh man, like you, how do I get fresh vegetables if I'm locked down and can't go out? And they can't be delivered. This is an issue, isn't it? So, okay, so the next thought I had was like, okay, since I've been trying this restricted eating, you know, for, you know, 16 hours is good, but there's also that whole talk about um, autography, autophagy, autophagy, where your body eats itself. The, after 48 hours, after 72 hours, your body starts cannibalizing itself, like getting through, getting, eating through all the stuff that's not supposed to be there anyway. And then, like, regenerating new cells. I'm like, ooh. So if a lockdown happens, it'd almost be like a challenge to do a long-duration fast. I will save this. Because, and, and I can actually, I'll mention this right now. With the fasting thing, it's not just about the body. It's about your mind overcoming the idea of being hungry, which I've noticed. It It's bizarre. David Goggins talk, David Goggins talks about this a little bit, you know, putting your mind over your over your body sort of thing, forcing yourself through these what you perceive to be difficult situations. But you can you can think yourself through. Now, how do you get through your stomach going feed me and your muscles going ow and your body going oh, you know, your brain's going yeah, dude, let's go. Come on. We got this and your body's going ah, yeah, but you, you haven't you're not really giving us much to work with. Right, like water, good, gotcha. We're peeing a lot, but you know, some of those carbohydrates, some fats, maybe a few proteins would be good. Right about now, it's been three hours since your last meal, <laughs> right, or something along those lines. Oh, goodness. I hope we don't go into a lockdown. Uh, it would be uh, terrible. But that being the case, um, if we do go into lockdown, I was thinking about all the different things that would sort of keep me entertained. You know, Russian, Chinese, all these other projects I've been talking about, thinking about, wanting to get done. Well, if we went into full-on lockdown, I would not have an excuse to, to not have them done by the end of whatever lockdown it is. And believe me, I don't want a lockdown. We're going to Olympics. This is, it's not a not possible, it's not a remote possibility. I mean, it could actually happen if in effort, in support of the Olympics going on without a hitch, checking that box, okay, we got them done, moving on to the next thing, Paralympics in March, and then after that, March, April, right? Like, we're could it happen, especially since we've had two years? Is this country prepared for a full-on digitized, online experience work experience uh, i hate to say it i'm looking at the box right now i signed up for it i can't even worm my way out of work because it's been dropped off it's been delivered i mean, I mean you know sidestepping a few box boxes here boxes there in times of need we could get it up and going tomorrow if needed Ugh. There goes that excuse. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But I said it was a productive day. Paranoia aside of like lo- losing your job of lockdowns in Beijing, which don't seem like I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I did get a lot of other things done aside from Russian class, aside from Chinese, and specifically I spent 
a lot of the day finessing the audio for today's special presentation. If you've been listening to my podcast, you might recall, and not this cast, this is the small cast. If you've been listening to the big cast, oh, what episode was it? It wasn't 17, it wasn't 18, it was somewhere around there. A guy named David Harrison Horton was on my podcast. Colleague and friend, always a good conversationalist here in Beijing. He's a poet. And so this guy, over the last... I, 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 it almost seems like over the last six months or so, this guy has been every day like copy pasting. Very proud, very happy to announce that I have a, a blah 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 list in the blah 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 magazine. Blah, switch blah 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 title of poem with blah 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 being the title of the magazine. And this has been consistent like day in, day out on WeChat, on Twitter. And so I finally reached out to him this past week and I'm like, Dave, can I, uh, can I read one of your, your poems for my podcast, my small cast? And uh, he's like, yeah, sure, go for it. Which one are you thinking? And uh, there was a few different ones that I had uh, uh, that, that I had in mind. One of them was, I read it before work. Like The conclusion of that poem was basically today's worthless. Today's useless and doesn't mean anything. I'm like, you know what? Um, I try to promote a bit more of an optimistic view of things. So uh, we'll leave that one to like a, is it a Monday or a Friday would be better to read that one. I don't know. But we'll, we'll leave that one for another time. Um, the one I did choose is actually one that has a very interesting history to it because what he did, he was taking uh, inspiration from the the words of, a, of an English book, I think, of a Japanese English scholar. So this guy in Japan was studying the English language and he compiled this book for students basically and so what david has done is uh taken sentences and words from this book and compiled a poem out of it and there's two parts it's basically gets broken into two parts um the title if i get this right here it's above below beneath over under underneath and it's so i can sort of consider it in two parts so this is the one that i've, I've read for today I hope you enjoy what you hear. Uh, it's interesting. It, if you aren't familiar with the connections of everything, you're going to have to uh, seek him out on Twitter, and he'll be able to better explain or at least point you to a link where it explains a little bit more about the history uh, and the composition of the poem, uh, which I think the way it moves, like it, especially, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of like the way I read it. I'm not sure if he'd read it that way or if someone else would read it a bit a little, a little bit differently, but I think it works the way it is. The reason I spent so much time on this today was because I was trying to make it like crisp and clear, like audiobook quality. I recorded it on my phone. I put it through the Dolby On APP. So this is a, a, a Dolby surround sound that that company they have a free application on your phone you can download it but when i did it it sounded good but then it was too quiet and i tried to put that into logic pro and boost the volume and it was just it was distorting it again so i just took the raw file put it into logic pro tried it again and again i was having issues now 
this is the 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 problem with recording on a cell phone, recording in a you know an apartment. There's a lot of room noise, ambient noise that sort of distracts. You're gonna hear it. I almost feel sorry for it, but I don't because the only other alternative I had was killing that sound, but then making my voice warble and not warble in a in a very obvious way, but in a subtle way that you're like, why is his voice warbling? Something sounds off with his voice. And it was like that little bit of distortion that was bothering me. So I'm like, I went with the room noise instead. I think it gives it a bit of homeliness. I hope it doesn't bother your ears too much. It won't bother your ears unless you turn it up really loud. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's like listening to someone in a, in a room with a fan on, basically. That's the only big difference. So there's a poetry offering for you guys. And in addition, yes, I have today's January track up and ready to go, which today's track uh, sort of complements Dave's poem that uh, it, it's, it's titled Stephen Tries to Speakeasy in an homage to the New York speakeasies uh, that uh, have been going on for ages. Uh, and I remember Dave mentioning this in our podcast a couple, oof, almost a year ago, I guess. And so this was my attempt to play the full band, not just the drums. This was me playing the guitar. It's very minimal. Bass, minimal. And a bit of, you know, Latin percussion on top of that. I think it works to, it would work together if I put them together, I think. It may need a little bit more finagling, but uh, I think they stand on their own. I wasn't going to put music to Dave's words because I didn't think, I wasn't going to go that far. It was a little bit complicated anyway. So, uh, but, so today's episode, uh, if you're not hearing this in its uh, totality, you can head over to my website, stevensersky.com. It is on the audio blogs for the month of January to, uh, 2022. I'll have all the links posted up there, all the audio files posted up there. You can download them for free of charge, no problem. And also on anchor.fm backslash stevensersky. That's my name. You can hear the whole episode there as well, back to back. I think it plays it automatically it doesn't uh no no skips or blips or anything finally if you just want to hear the january stuff you head over to my website again stevensersky.com january 2022 i have all the tracks uploaded ready for you to download free of charge again i haven't i haven't even i haven't nft these yet that's how early this is in the production schedule i'll leave it there Hope you guys enjoy this. I had fun today. Uh, I literally spent all day working on all this stuff. Uh, in addition to my Chinese studies and my Russian studies and being scared into paranoia about lockdowns. Uh, and I still did no doomsday stocking of goods at all. So I, I, I stocked music files. Oh, man. Can you eat a music file? Can you eat an NFT? Good question. Probably not. Because if I ate the hard drives, what would I ever be able to uh, spit out again later on to uh, generate more of an income? Yeah, that's a quandary, isn't it? Right out, folks. I'll leave it there. Hope you're having a good one. Shout out to all the folks listening. Ben, Luke, Dave. Thank you, guys. (laughs) You guys are encouraging. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye. Above... 
below, beneath, over, under, underneath. By David Harrison Horton and Hidesaburo Saito. As read by Stephen Sersky. The plateau is 1,000 feet above sea level. A Navy captain is above an Army captain in rank. Health is above wealth. He is above such meanness. He is above 60 years old. He lives above his means. The rock lies 10 feet below the surface. An army captain is below a navy captain in rank. The number of students is below 3,000. The earth is beneath our feet. Brutes are beneath man. Such men are beneath notice. The lamp hangs over the table. He wore a cloak over his armor. He cannot get over his shyness. The Huns roamed over Tartary. His home is over the sea. We will have a king over us. He is over forty years of age. We discussed the matter over a bottle of wine. It is no use crying over spilt milk. Let us talk over the matter at our leisure. I shall stay there over Sunday. Under a spreading chestnut tree, the village smithy stands. The boat was passing under a bridge. England flourished under the Tudors. He said he had served under Napoleon. The invalid is under treatment. Children under five years of age. She will not marry anyone under account. The enemy fought under cover of the batteries. He extorted money under color of his office. I lie under obligations to him. Above, below, beneath, over, under, underneath. Written by David Harrison Horton and Hidesaburo Saito. As read by Stephen Sersky.